Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here is Father David. Christ is in our midst. Good morning. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, I realize that our attendance is rather low today because we've got lots of people, lots of families traveling on this July 4th weekend. And for those who are visiting and on your own travels, we welcome you. Thank you so much for being here. We have been going through the liturgy verse by verse and section by section, studying it and meditating on it and tying it to the feast of the day. And we have come in the liturgy to the Lord's Prayer. And I plan to spend several weeks on this because the Lord himself told us this is how to pray. And it's worthy of looking at in detail over and over again because of this commandment. And today I want to focus on sort of the first statement in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now to do this, I'm going to fall uh, back on St. Gregory of Nyssa, who did many meditations upon the Lord's Prayer. And he opens with the image of Moses and the people of God at Mount Sinai. And he points out that Moses, who is a a type of Christ because, you know, the word Pascha means Passover. And so the whole story of the exit from Egypt and the deliverance from slavery and the Passover was a prefigurement of our own Pascha, the Pascha over death itself through the crucifixion and resurrection of Christ. But Moses was only able to lead the people of God to Mount Sinai to receive the tablets of the law. And at Mount Sinai, all the people saw was this high mountain covered in smoke and fire that they were afraid of and could not ascend. And even Moses, who was commanded by God to go up onto Mount Sinai, was told that, I cannot show you my face. If you were to behold me, you would die. So I'm going to put my hand over the cave and go and show you my backside. This is all the farther they were able to come. We, on the other hand, led by Christ himself, are able to come all the way into this space of the liturgy where the heavenly kingdom intersects with the fallen world and where we, we get to be in that place where the Father is. And we get to acknowledge the fact that his name is holy, hallowed. We get to be in that space where there is a God whose name, oon in Greek, cannot be encompassed by language. In Greek, oon means the one who is, which is kind of an incomplete sentence. It, it wants more, but it's an acknowledgement that the name of God and God himself cannot be enclosed by language. Language itself is incapable of describing God. And in this space, we are told by the liturgy itself to be bold, to be audacious, and call this God who appeared as fire and smoke 
that the people of God themselves were afraid of. This God who created all of the world, including time itself. We are to call him Father, Abba. We are to approach him not like the pagans of old who had these rituals of magic where if you did some little thing wrong, you wouldn't get what you wanted, which is one of their excuses for why things didn't work. We didn't do the ritual right. We didn't use the right words. No, our relationship with God is like parent and child. And what child is required to do a specific dance or wear specific clothes or to say specific words in order to get what they want from their parents. No, we go to our parents and just ask, can I have this? Can I have that? I need a hug. And we are freely given these things. And so we are expected, commanded even, to have this boldness before the God and creator of all things and see him as Abba and Father. And we are told to say, thy kingdom come. I hope all of us realize what we're asking for there. We are asking for the second coming. We are asking for the end of the world. We want it to end as soon as possible so that everyone might experience the resurrection and the kingdom in its fullness. And in the meantime, we here in this liturgy get to request it in prefigurement, in foretaste, and experience it for a brief moment here in this space. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And this is what I really want to focus on today because it was related to today's gospel reading. This prayer prepares us to bend our wills to the will of the Father, to be in the kind of relationship with Him that we innately understand what He wants of us. Now imagine your own families, the people that you have been around for years and you love and you have learned their quirks and their needs and their moods. And there are certain times when you can recognize, dad's tired, let's just give him his space. Or maybe it would be a good idea if we did the dishes so mom doesn't have to and so she can enjoy the things that she needs to do this evening. Or we see that little child starting to cry over everything and we know this person's tired and needs to go take a nap. We learn through that relationship to bend our will to the needs of these other people. Not to say that God needs anything, particularly from us, but if we are in a relationship with him, we learn what he wills, and we begin to understand that his will will happen regardless of whether or not we want it. And it's easier and better and more fulfilling and blessed if we recognize that will and bend our wills to his. If we think of, of course, the prophet Jonah and the fact that he spent so long trying to avoid the will of God and go preach to the Gentiles in Nineveh and all the trials and the tribulations that he went through in that process, how angry and upset he was the entire time. But had he, from the very beginning, bent his will to the Lord's, how much easier that whole episode would have been for him. And in today's Gospel reading, we have an exemplar of someone who fundamentally understands this reality. And it comes from a Gentile 
Someone outside of the people of God who understands the will of the Father. The centurion comes to Christ and asks him, my servant needs healing. And so Christ says, well, I will come to your house. And he says, no, you don't need to. As a soldier, I understand that when I say go or come or do this, my soldiers will do it. They will go. They will come. So it is with you. So he has bent his will, his understanding of how God works. And all he needs is the knowledge that his will be done. And of course, through that faith, through the bending of that will, instantly his servant was healed. So too we need to work on our relationships, not only with God, but with each other, so that through each other, through that service that we do to our loved ones and to others by recognizing their needs and bending our wills to serve them, we learn how to bend our wills to serve God and to recognize in the world through others what the Father's will is for us. And this is a lifelong struggle for every one of us because, of course, being endowed with the image and likeness of God means we have freedom, which means we have the freedom to be like Jonah and turn our back and refuse to bend our will. And that temptation is great for all of us, especially me. I spent many, 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 many years fighting God and his call to stand in front of you as a priest. And eventually it took bombs and me feeling the shockwaves of those bombs to understand that I needed to listen. His will be done and he will do what it takes to make us understand. And it is much easier if we listen and work at this relationship with God and with others so that we understand what that will is, so that we can bend our own will and follow it. And when we do, we get to behold that kingdom in the form of miracles, in the form of wonders, in the form of seeing the hand of God move in the world. So let us all learn how to bend our will and recognize the fact that the Father's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, now and forever and to the ages of ages.